Wrestlers from Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK do battle as WWE Network presents Worlds Collide. And we are back for the second time in a week, or second time in like three days. Uh, I'm here with Brent again. Brent, uh, Brent Caldwell. Uh, welcome back to We Are The Universe. We went four for four at Worlds Collide. NXT UK taking over. If you didn't know NXT UK before, uh, and now you do, <laughs> WWE Universe. There you go. I'm excited about it. <laughs> what a surprise, right? Yeah, what, what a surprise. I thought we're going to get our ass handed to us a little bit. Uh, 205 is definitely the superior show, was my, was my feeling. Uh, it's more, it's closer to main roster. Uh, we're going to lose some matches. I couldn't have told you which matches I thought we would. Do. Well, no, I could actually look at it now. I would have said, um, I would have said the Tyler Bate match may have been in question, even though I, I would have always said Tyler Bate should win that match. But I just thought uh, the Brian Kendrick probably has a lot of history behind him in WWE, so he's probably going to win that one. Uh, I would have said that the the tag match would be an obvious one to give to the two hundred five live guys. Uh, I would have. Uh, I would have said that Leggero probably would have a good showing, but wouldn't win his triple threat. Uh, and then I would have um, probably put out there that Jordan Devlin would have a good showing, but probably wouldn't be able to beat Akira Tozawa. So you could have actually said there's a, there was going by WWE's booking. Normally, uh, you could have argued that NXT UK wouldn't have won a single match. Uh, on on this show, but actually we came out as you Clean said four for four. The dominant, <laughs> oh, the, the yeah. Dominant I brand. mean, and it's what we've known all along. Yeah. But yeah, no, I completely agree with your projections there. Like, I I think I probably would have said Tyler Bate, and then probably agree with you on everything else. Like, uh, I guess it depends on if they're trying to make Davari and Canellis like a thing. But I think you know yeah. Andrews and Webster going over there was was you know, definitely the right call for helping build them as the potential uh, tag team opponent um, for grizzled young veterans, grizzled, grizzled young veterans. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I was, I was shocked. And I mean, I think especially with the main event, like I really didn't expect them to do that and they did it. And I was so happy. Like I I was just like, like what, I mean, what a great show. Not just because NXT UK won every single match, clean sweep four for four, but it was a really great show. I think I've just already got the episode title, which is uh, four Perfect. for four. I think I've uh, so we've uh, instead of agreeing it at the end of the show, we've just come up with it right at the start just boom. on just this got one. It. Uh, it's the it, it's the hardest part. It really of this is. Podcast release man is coming up with an episode title. I sometimes sit there, and then if it, uh, like uh, if it's just one or two words, I'm always thinking that's oh, a bit boring. And I'm like, is there a better, is there a better title? I just, I, this, I just sit that there is the hardest part. I mean, you one. know, anybody can have witty banter and good conversation and whatnot, but if you can't have a snappy title, then your podcast is just going to end up in the crapper. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. There's there pressure is. on. There's pressure on. Right. <laughs> this, um, <laughs> uh, so let, let's just jump straight into the action. We, we opened the show with, um, uh, well, it was Aiden English and good Tom duo. I, I like them Something interesting. Together, yeah. yeah. I will say that I was surprised that Tom Phillips was on this because this I, I see this Worlds Collide as very much mm-hmm. NXT level, um, like that second level of um, of uh, WWE programming. So I thought Tom Phillips had graduated away from this level. Like I thought he was just main roster, but uh, but a nice yeah, nice pleasant surprise to have him 
on it. And, uh, you know, I, I assume it's going to be a different commentary team for every episode because we had uh, Byron Saxton and uh, Percy Williams on the last episode. So, yeah, nice little team. Uh, but we opened it with the Brian Kendrick versus Tyler Bate uh, and a really fun opening match that, uh, I mean, what did you think that photograph they showed during uh, Tyler Bates' entrance of uh, Tyler Bates with uh, the Brian Kendrick back in 2013 uh, in Wolverhampton, which means, I'm assuming, I could be wrong, but if it was in Wolverhampton, it makes me feel like it would have been at a Fight Club Pro event. That makes sense. Uh, they, are, yeah. they are based out of, <clears throat> out of Wolverhampton. Uh, I know Tyler Bates did a lot of work there early on, but get this, Tyler Bates would have been about 15 in that photograph, it's sometimes I forget. Yeah, I was doing how the, I was doing the math on it, still, yeah. and I'm like, "Geez, like, <laughs> yeah." I mean, he was he was obviously 19 when he won the um, the United Kingdom Championship in January 2017. So yeah, I just went back to 2013. I was like, "Wow, he would have been yeah, he would have been like, about 15." It's just which is, it's which just is crazy. That he's already and, accomplished uh, what he's done, and it's like, wow. I mean, like, it kind of makes me feel bad about myself, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try, I try not to think too much about that side of it, but it yeah. does get me depressed every now and then. And I think, uh, I th- when I think of what I was doing when I was nineteen, and yeah, Tyler was, Bates was NXT uh... UK champ. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was a. I thought that was uh, that was really cool uh, that they showed that though, because it gave the match a, a, a kind of a, a purpose and a story, and and you could almost kind of build something off of it, and um, and the crowd was hot for this one too. Yeah, well, they were really behind. They were really behind Tyler Bates uh, at the start. There was a lot of. There was definitely a UK um, component in the crowd. There was big, strong boy chants, and you had the Tyler Tyler Bates and the, the USA well. UK uh, chants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, Kendrick. Uh, it was a weird one because Kendrick's obviously a, a baby face on Two or Five Live now, and uh, it did feel during this match that I don't know if they did it. In res- I don't know if it was planned or if they did it in response to how the crowd were initially reacting, but uh, Kendrick seemed to go heel, I thought, uh, as the match went on, but then suddenly flipped it back around when he started, well, even when he was trying to get a USA chance, even though that's done as like a uh, sort of, you know, a baby face versus the heel kind of thing, it felt like the USA chance he was trying to start were almost in a... Uh, yeah, they were kind of like in jest way. almost, like uh, kind of a mockery. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem like he was trying to really, yeah, he wasn't trying to really get the USA, you know, the proud USA chant going. Yeah, it was kind of being done as a, uh, in a, in a villain villain kind of way. And the fans obviously were just, as, as we are, exactly, yeah, went we went along do. with it. <laughs> <laughs> get, yeah. get wrestling fans uh, to cheer anything. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had you know we had the ice cream, uh, we had the ice creams around the time that uh, CM Punk yeah. was protesting, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll chant for anything. Uh, so uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, during the match, Kendrick did get that USA chant going, and that did lead to a, a UK one starting up, which is when I definitely knew that we had a UK uh, number of fans. That made me in really the happy crowd. too. Like, um, um, you know, like that, and, and I mean, I figured you know you're going to get the most international travel probably coming to WrestleMania weekend, so it was going to be the liveliest crowd probably. And they have not disappointed me really yet. It's been, it's been really fun. And, and this, this episode really got me sold on this world's collide thing. If the, if the first one was, you know, that, that we covered was, you know, an indicator of things to come. This one really had me like, okay, this is turning quickly, turning into one of my favorite concepts. 
Yeah, I think that uh, there's legs on this. I think there's. Uh, I think we said the other day that they could, they could do a lot with this. I, I think they could. I'd love if they could film enough that they could uh, could make it into a weekly, a weekly show, just on a Saturday night, just have an episode play and you know an hour long wrestling show. I know people say this. Some people complain about there being too much content on WWE Network, but I'm like, give it, give us give all, all the content. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, won't, I won't watch it all the time, but I'll catch up with it, you know, and uh, I, I do that all the 205 Live, which, you know, I cover on this this podcast as well, but I don't always get a chance to watch that weekly, but I know that it's, it's an hour a week, and if even if I don't watch it uh, every every week over the month, I know that I can just do exactly. a four-hour binge yeah. at the end of the month, you know, and uh, and get through it. So, uh, like, there's that, uh, The Shield, the final chapter, whatever it is on, um, whatever it's called, on Sunday, and, and some fans are like, oh, man, more more content i'm like right well, yeah hell yeah do you do you know do you know what i'm getting in april for my 9.99 i'm gonna have a wrestlemania takeover i'm getting worlds collide uh, three or four episodes in april i'm getting this the shield thing there was a uh, a new chronicle episode the other day we've had the the charlotte chronicle one which i think might have I don't know if that fell within. See, it, these these kids the have no clue March, how good they've got but... it with this nine ninety five a month thing from the network. Because back in the day, it would have been like, oh, WrestleMania, that's sixty dollars, or you know, whatever much it is, and you know. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Like the amount of money I used to spend on pay per views just a few, yeah, just a few years ago. What was it five five years ago now? It was uh, the network launch. So just before that, I mean, yeah, we'd uh, for us it was something like fourteen ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine in pounds. Uh, which I guess at the time uh, dollars about double, so it would be about thirty dollars. So I think you guys are paying like sixty. Wow, we were getting ripped off. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you were. I mean, it, it it wasn't proportionate to what um to what we were paying at all, but uh, and even what we were paying seemed you expensive, you know. And uh, cheaper pay per views, cheaper front row seats for takeover. Like, dang, I'm I'm like I'm like seventy five percent sold on moving there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we get ripped off. Oh, on the that, maybe that's where we make up. So, for like uh, <laughs> on w.coms, I think I think the t-shirts for you guys are like, yeah. you know, twenty five uh, twenty five dollars or something like that. But they're they're like twenty five quid, twenty five pounds. Oh, for us. so it so it, it doesn't it all yeah, levels so out like, in some way. Yeah, they literally just change the currency um, and not the amount. So it's maybe <laughs> it works against us in that regard. So uh, I mean, the t-shirts are so so expensive to us. Um, in dollars, yeah, I guess like, that would be. If that's like forty or fifty bucks. Uh, 20, yeah, I would not. Yeah, I would yeah, not have my Becky yeah. lunch collection if they were fifty bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I look at some of my. I got look at some of the indie shirts I've got. Uh, I'm wearing like I'm wearing a Matt Riddle T-shirt right now, which I bought off Matt Riddle uh, himself, and got to have a and got to have a conversation with him and uh, and all that stuff. Just a, a, a progress show a couple of years ago, and I just thought I would now. I got that for like fifteen quid, I think it was. Um, and then, but now, if I wanted to get Matt Riddle shirt, if he has one, I'd pay twenty five to thirty quid. Uh, would not get to have the conversation with Matt Riddle. <laughs> you would, it would just arrive in a bag when, here when you I got go. this t shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we do we do get robbed on the, the wshop.com. but uh, but yeah, people just don't they don't have good they get any. I mean, this this worlds collide thing, which is just a, a throwaway show, really on. On the network, and to get the Brian Kendrick versus Tyler Bate, which is just a match that I until, didn't even know. Yeah, I needed until we saw in it, my it's life. Like, oh wow, this was great. This is, um, you know, you just again just letting these guys go out there and just have these fun kind of indie style matches and just entertain the live crowd and 
throw it on the network for more content. It's just amazing. I like you mentioned all those chronicles and things like that and all these like kind of mini documentaries and stuff. I mean, that would have been a, like a DVD release, you know, years ago, and you would have had to pay for that yeah, too. Yeah. Like I, I've got a whole shelf full of them, but, and now all of this stuff is just on the network and it's so cheap. Like I mean, it's, it's really amazing. Um, whoever, whoever complains about too much content, they should have to live the way we used to for like a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine me uh, just calling up Netflix and say, uh, hi, Netflix, uh, I love your service, big fan, but you're putting too much stuff on there. Could you, uh, could you please stop uploading shows every <laughs> Friday and movies? Because uh, um, I'm paying my, whatever I pay now, it's gone up, I think it's like £8 or £9. I, did, uh, I, just, I just want it, everything, I don't want to watch too much. So if you could just not put, if you could just stop uploading for me, Right. That'd be great. Exactly. Thank you, Netflix. It'd be like calling up Vince McMahon, uh, like, and... "Hey, could you cut the pay-per-view offerings in half, maybe? Like, like, could you like take yeah. the, take like the <laughs> WCW ones off or whatever? I don't want, uh, I don't want too many options. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like it, WWE will say, uh, right, we've got this brilliant, we've taped this access, uh, worlds collide, we turn it into a uh, an episodic show that we're going to do at every big four pay-per-view, uh, and and then WWE fans just go, no, no. And W like, well, it's not going to affect your your price though. We're just, we're just literally giving, more, giving you more, and you don't more even stuff have to, to watch if, if you <laughs> want to watch it. Yeah, and we're like, no, no, I don't <laughs> want it. I don't want more. I want. I just want my pay per views for nine ninety nine, and stop with all the other stuff. stuff. There's too I much just... content. You need to you, you need to let go of superstars. You've got too many <laughs> superstars, brands. too many brands. Just take all let, the yeah, con- just, just let them all go. Put them on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, oh, I hate the main roster, but I can't wait to see all of those wrestlers. Get <laughs> but the main I don't want to watch them. <laughs> but so I, but I, I yeah, I don't want to watch them on there because the main <laughs> roster sucks or whatever they say about it. We just, we just, um, we just cut a promo on, on like, the about... entire internet wrestling community. It was great. Yeah, I did. I feel like I may have just turned heel on yeah. the on the, fa- on the <laughs> internet wrestling community. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's bring it back to the match. So the, the Kendrick Speaking versus Tyler. Awesome Could this feel that we get th- for nine ninety nine a month? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, this this felt like a house show yeah. match to me, actually, in the sense of there's a little bit of silliness going on that you don't normally get on televised WWE stuff. Um, if anyone's been to, have you been to like, oh, yeah. uh, WWE house yeah. shows? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's um, yeah, there's a lot. It's not as um, it's definitely not as serious. The wrestlers yeah, have it, fun, don't um, they? It doesn't feel as yeah. high stakes, and you get a chance to just see everybody just kind of kind of have fun and do what they want to do and play to the crowd a little bit. And that's exactly what this was like. And it was really fun to see. I mean, the, uh, you know, like the, 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 uh, trading eye pokes and stuff like that. And the, that, yeah, that yeah, airplane yeah. spin spot was, uh, that was really fun and goofy and the, they're both of them selling it. It was fun to finally see somebody who performs a spinny move like that. Also sell the spinny move. <laughs> I've got it in my notes that that's the first time in a WWE match of Tyler Bates that I can recall him actually getting sort of knocked for six himself after doing the the, the airplane spin. Because uh, I think he normally, he's obviously just a little dizzy after it, but he just goes for the pinfall or, or whatever he does. But uh, it's the first time I can think where he's himself, you know, he went flying That was wonderful. Himself <laughs> and to ringside. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, it's, it just felt like something you'd see at a house show and uh, and that was fun and like the eye poke thing you mentioned for um 
for those listening, the part we're referencing is uh, Brian Kendrick had done a, a two fingers to the eyes uh, of Bate, which the ref didn't see. Bate did the same thing to, to Kendrick. And there's a little bit of laughing about that because he got his own back on him. And then Kendrick went for it again. Was it Kendrick? Yeah, Kendrick went for it again. But yeah, Bate he put, stopped he him. put his hand in put front his hand, of his face. Put his hands like in front a, of his like face. shark fin, but to your yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. And then Kendrick did the same thing uh, when Bate tried to do it. And so Bate just switches to one finger and then just goes like ping uh, in, in one of uh, in one of Kendrick's eyes and uh, everyone's laughing in the crowd and stuff about it and it is funny but you don't often see that sort of uh, that sort of silliness come on TV and particularly in a match that you know it was uh, it was still a serious match it did it did kick up a notch from there as well you know I thought that the the second half of the match really started to play on Tyler Bates strength uh, and his sort of power he had a little hulk up well. there with Kendrick. Um, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that the uh, it's the, it's the yes. big strong boy gimmick that he has, really. You know, and uh, it's one of the first times when, I've really seen when, it live when, when on, on WCW. I think he was placating to the fans, and I think he was like looking at some kid, and he's like, "Why didn't you tell me he was a big strong boy?" <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly when I made a when I made a note in my notes about the sort of house show. Um, style of it, <laughs> it was just hilarious. Like I don't know if they've got it, it... because it's so, because it's so enclosed, and they attend where well, they have the mics. It doesn't seem like they've made a deliberate attempt to mic everything up, but you can pick yeah. up everything more. Uh, th- this happened on uh, NXT UK this week when you could hear James Drake asking Zach Gibson if he was okay during the tag team match uh, when Gibson was down at ringside. You can just yeah, hear a lot more. I think it's the nature uh, of how on. small and intimate that space is. It's just like if you're gonna. You're you're gonna have to like just sacrifice sound quality in order to mute everything. So it's like, eh, just give us the good sound quality. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I, I thought I thought it was a great match. Obviously, Tyler Bay got the win, uh, as we would soon find out, would be the first of multiple wins for NXT UK. He got it with the uh, Tyler Driver '97. Which we talk about Tyler Bates' age. I always get quite sad when I realize that the '97 is Tyler Bates' yeah, birth year. It's uh, in the move, and then I'm thinking, oh god, I was <laughs> yeah, I was twelve. Um, so I mean, yeah, when he was born, yeah. It's, uh, again, what was I doing? What what was I doing when I was eleven? Right. Not really much, <laughs> but Tyler, Tyler Tyler Bate was being born, and this uh, this probably one of the best wrestlers. I think he's going to be one of the best of all time. Was uh, was busy getting his nappies changed, and I was just. Pissing around in school, get, getting right, put yeah. in detention. Just, so. <laughs> just playing with rocks, and yeah, the same dirt, thing. you know, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a really big win for Tyler Bate. I mean, I say a big win because, I mean, I've got a really high opinion of Tyler Bate, and a lot of that is formed by what he's done in WWE, but also by what he's done outside of WWE, uh, which obviously doesn't do anything now, right. uh, really away from the company. But, uh, the, uh, but you know, that's why I have such a high opinion of him. And he hasn't done a whole lot of singles um, action for maybe about a year in WWE. He's been very much focused on uh, Mustache Mountain in that time. But when he has had singles matches, even with the fact he was the inaugural United Kingdom champion, he has, he has sometimes lost matches, uh, which you would have thought he would have been above losing. So, like, if you remember, he lost to en- Enzo Amore yeah. on uh, 205 Live. And that that always... I, I never agree with oh, that. I don't, I don't try to get caught up in... Yeah, I know. I I, I try not to get caught up in wins and losses because ultimately they don't matter. Sometimes there are damaging defeats. Um, but, you know, it, it, as I don't think people like Chris Jericho and all that are wrong when they say that 
it doesn't really matter. I guess if it you depends on how um, uh, it, it, on how over you are, really. I mean, you know, like cause... yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you can you can lose all time. Well, Liguero loses a lot of big matches on NXT UK, but you forget about it. Right, he's so exactly. over. Uh, that you, if you, it's only when you start thinking, oh wait a minute, what was the results when he faced him or he faced him? Oh yeah, he lost. Got to remember that. But yeah, I mean, uh, Tyler Bate has suffered the odd defeat, and that that Enzo one is a, a prime example of a match that he, when he lost it, you just almost roll in your eyes uh, that they gave the rub. I guess you know Enzo was champion at the time, so I guess it made sense. But Tyler Bate had a lot behind him. As the, as the first UK champion as well, so you almost go into these matches thinking oh, Bates going to do well, but he's going to lose this because there is a there's a pecking order right. that does exist, uh, uh, which is what we were discussing earlier with that surprise that uh, NXT UK would go on to win every single match because uh, one would assume from the way they're presented uh, that uh, that NXT UK would have lost a lot of these matches and, and Bates would have happened as well. So I was really surprised. I thought it was a fun yeah. little opening match. Uh, very, very much surprised that it was clear right away that Jordan Devlin and um, uh, Akira Tozawa were going to main event because obviously they got yeah the they put graphic, that up from the very uh, beginning in of the show front yeah, of the but, show yeah yeah I wonder though when they um, when they put the matches together I do wonder if they might was in when when they were booking the card it would make me wonder if they planned for Tyler Bate and Brian Kendrick to sh- to close the show. But there was such a strong online um, reaction. I know because I was <laughs> from, the, from my Instagram. Uh, there was um, there was such a massive reaction to the Tazawa Devlin announcement that I wonder if it was if that was always planned right. to be the main event uh, before they before they actually taped, uh, or um, if that was a reaction to thinking, "Wow, people are really psyched about this this Devlin and Tazawa match." So we're going to open with with Bates and, and Kendrick. I mean, either way, it's, it just shows that um, how far Jordan Devlin's come, uh, that he was yeah, put in and that spot. Yeah, and they're, they've in, been in the um, obviously having him on screen now with Walter, too, on UK. So they they definitely got some big plans for him, I think. Or at least it seems like it. Um, yeah. And I guess we could probably go back and if we wanted to and look at the filming schedule or whatever. But I wonder how – I wonder, like, in what order they filmed all this stuff. Like, did they – you know, like, did they film – you know, the cruiserweights collide matches all at once or were they spliced in there with some of the other ones? I I, I, I can't recall, although I, I think they did actually film certain things on certain days, didn't they? I think they filmed... I think, like, yeah, I think, I think women collide with like, uh, the Monday after WrestleMania, if I remember, so... Yes, yeah. yeah I, so, I think, yeah, I think you're right so, on okay. that one. I think the uh, NXT UK was spread out instead of doing it all in one session this time they did one episode well, per good. session uh, you don't so they like, uh i think they would take you know, it knackered out well i think they were um they were probably thinking as well that just in case they get a duff crowd for they didn't want to have it gone <laughs> yeah. on tv so at least if they if they're filming one episode it's a different crowd to the next one so they'll be uh, they'll be all right so uh the second matchup was um south wales yes. subculture uh, as i think they're starting to call themselves uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews versus uh, Aria uh, Davari. You know, my my phone is what I write my notes on. I have a nightmare with Davari's name because my phone just changes <laughs> it all the time, uh, and I never notice. Like uh, Aria, and, and I'm lucky that I, as I read it, I'm taking it in as well because it changed it to Arita uh. Davari. Um, and I, luckily I noticed it as I was saying it, or I would have sounded very stupid. Uh, Aria Davari and Mike Canellis, a very interesting tag team. Uh, 
Uh, and this was, again, another match that surprised. Yeah. yeah well, I guess outcome, depending yeah. on how you... Because you could definitely look at it one of two ways because if Davari and Canellis are going to be kind of an established unit, then you'd think you'd want to give them like a high-profile victory their first time teaming together. But if you want to build Andrews and Webster's credibility to challenge grizzled, grizzled young veterans for the tag titles, then give them a big win. So it really could have gone either way, honestly. Uh, but this is, a, this is a really fun match, too. Um, uh, I like the, in the, in the very beginning when I, I didn't, I didn't know Mike Canales was this over. I mean, maybe it was just with the, with the, like a sparky crowd or something, but they start cheering for him. And so they did the quick, you know, repeated quick tag outs and tag back ins just to tease the crowd. And I thought that was a fun bit. That is also something you wouldn't normally get on like a t- the televised match. It's definitely more of a house show vibe as well with, with, with that goofiness. Yeah. And, uh, um, and, uh, I, I noticed that, um, you know, like the, the, the crowd was not an anti, uh, South Wales subculture crowd, but they were definitely a very pro Mike Canales crowd. But throughout the course of the match, they managed to the, the, um, you know, Andrews and Webster managed to win the crowd over, which was awesome to see. Uh, well, their job as well, isn't it? In that in that baby face role, is that yeah. they need to win them over. They haven't got one on their side at the start, and I, I guess um, just their move sets are sort of designed to do that as well, aren't they? For for Flash and for Frank oh, yeah. Juice, um, yeah. it's very very quick offense. Um, uh, a lot of aerial offense in there, particularly from Mark Andrews, and I think it's yes, yeah, designed yeah. to get that crowd on their size. You, you'd never have that tag team as a heel. Oh, that would, yeah, that would be work. really no, nothing about that'd be, that'd be terrible booking to try to book, book those two as heels. Yeah. What are you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean the double dives to the outside, the, the big uh, planchas even that, that got the, this is awesome chant going, which that made me really happy to see. They get that so synchronized. Uh, the amount of times they've done that uh, two ring size and you watch it and they just, um, they they just leap out at the same time. It's just it's beautiful. I remember they did it uh, on an NXT UK episode for the first time, and I I went back and rewound, really <laughs> watched it because uh, I was thinking. I remember watching and thinking, bloody hell, they were in sync. And then I went back and watched it again. I was like, wow, they really were in sync. Like, like move for like mo- movement for movement down to like like micro movements. Like they are completely have that perfectly timed. They, that that must just just been like hours and hours at like the performance center just you know, doing it on the crash pads over and over or something like to get it down that good. Cause they, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It is, isn't it? And it's not, and yeah, it's not just a one-off. <laughs> They've done it I love multiple two, times, too, so. by the way, like uh, I am so big on these guys. Um, I, I 100%. I think it feel, they feel a good role. I mean, don't know where Mark Andrews is going to, uh, doesn't seem to have a, a, a natural pathway for him um, as a singles competitor on NXT UK, so I think it kind of it kind of works putting him yeah. in the tag team. And I think that the because the, the, what they're doing with them as well is something that they don't do on like the main roster, where these ta- a lot of the time the tag teams on the main roster are just stuck in tag team matches. They don't seem to prolong feuds by having like one on one matches with members of the tag teams against each other and stuff. It doesn't seem to happen very often, but something NXT UK does quite well I think is that they do prolong these feuds by having members of each team go up against each other 
in one-on-one competition. And I think Mark Andrews is one of those ones who he's very capable of going off and doing that. I always remember that match he had with uh, Fabian Eichner. Yeah. Episode, I don't want to say it. I want to, I want to say episode 13 of NXT UK. And then the following uh, week or the week after that was Flash against Fabian Eichner. And, uh, so they both can go in singles competition, but I think they work really well as a team. And they have kind of been thrown together just by the fact they're Welsh. Uh, big up to the, uh, the the Welsh members of, uh, of NXT UK. But uh, but yeah, they, they do work, don't they? They absolutely do work. And, and just this match is, you know, it's, it's an interesting one because, again, they talk about Worlds Collide is about giving us matches that we may never see again. Even, and actually, this I think they even mentioned probably... that in this one. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they said, yeah, that was like they were going on about it, I think, right at the start of the show. And uh, I think this is probably a match we probably will never not. see again. <laughs> Uh, you, you're probably never you're probably you're probably never going to see this ever tag again. team match uh, <laughs> yeah. on on TV ever again. I'm yeah, glad we got to see it. It was it was cool. I um, and I dug the I dug that like for like the 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 finish. It wasn't like a a you know like a kind of a big crazy out of control. Who is the legal guy tag finish? It was like they they kept it simple but good. Like with the um, Canellas accidentally, you know, get. Uh, hit the super kick on Davari and then they got the double finisher there for the end and it was like good perfect great nice concise good win for the Welsh guys <laughs> yeah, yeah we were two for two uh, at that point so and I was nice. feeling really good <laughs> two for two and you and you must have then been thinking well we can't oh, yeah, I was def- I'm, I'm like oh no man. Uh, uh, Albert Hardy's gonna win this one that was that was my thought going into the I did. Did you think I that? I did. Did I you thinking, think that? I was thinking Hardy. I'm, I because I mean, I don't know. I I guess Ligero is always good to like you know take a a, a a loss that you don't remember. Like you said, he he you know he's booked pretty fifty fifty, and he can lose a match without it hurting him. And I didn't really see them giving it to uh, Grand Metal League. So, and 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 Hardy's kind of the. He, he he's relatively new, is he not? I don't even know if he's. I mean, someone will correct me. I'm not even sure if he's debuted. I on did NXT not think yet. he had. And, uh, and, I couldn't. Yeah. So no. Um, and I haven't. You know, he wasn't at the house show we went to or anything. So I thought, hey, give the new guy a big win on his first televised match, right? Yeah, yeah. Give him some history, I guess, for when he does yeah. does show up on the NXTs. Okay, just just a note on uh, Albert Hardy Jr. Is it? I like the we live in a we live in a the last couple of months we live in a year where wrestlers are getting their names constantly changed on the main roster. We've just seen it to all new levels uh, this past week with I'm, uh, I'm not, War not Raiders. Them war Raiders. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they are the War Raiders. I mean, it, t- it took me a long time not to call them War Machine, but uh, they they are the War Raiders. Uh, <laughs> but they've obviously been renamed to the the Viking. It sounds like it sounds like a, a meet and greet you would have outside of the frozen ride at Disney. <laughs> it's awful. You just know that trip uh, you just know that Vince McMahon just saw their entrance and was like, right. Have, I want these Vikings on my show. <laughs> and they'll be the Viking experience. For like like, yeah, but what 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 what's what's the experience though, Vince? Like, what they yeah, like? The how is it an experience? An experience <laughs> is if they have a big, huge, overdramatic entrance every single time, and like you have a bunch of like Norse guys surround the ring with torches, and like and that's what every match yeah, right? is like every time. It has to be every single time, but but that's not what we've seen so far. So, 
No, and obviously they've had their names completely changed. Yeah, and, and then obviously, so yeah, yeah, I was going to say to you, we've got Albert Hardy Jr. Okay, he, he spells yeah. Hardy differently. But we currently have two relatively well-known Hardys on, on the main roster. Before. So, I mean, yeah, so th- th- there's not a chance in hell that if he goes on main roster, yeah, right. he's going to keep that Do you think he'll just be name. like Albert that, Jr.? Or he can't oh, be just God. Albert because that was the big bald tattooed guy. Right? Yeah, Albert's yeah, we've had here, Albert. Okay? So... He's, a, he's a trainer at NXT now. Seems like a good good guy. Uh, <laughs> so what's yeah? So so isn't like so why is he using this name? Like what? Why is he not going under a different name? It's just gonna get changed. It's going to get changed. Call him Junior. I don't know. Oh. I'm not sure. It's uh. It's... <laughs> they might oh. just call him Junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I hope that they don't because I can see it now where like because he's kind of all about that you know nerdy video game culture kind of thing. I'm like Vince is gonna see this and just be like oh we got a fourth member of the new day. <laughs> you know I, yeah. I, I I hope that we oh, don't see God. that, and I'm definitely not trying to you know just crap all over the main roster or Vince or anything because that's not what we're about. And I, and I'm not one of these people that just hates everything, even though I watch it every week, but the, 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 the war Raiders thing did kind of irk me. I'm like, really, really, really? That's what we're doing. Oh yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It, it was bad. I was watching, uh, so I, we, we will go off on a little, uh, a, a tangent before we talk about this match. So yeah, I was, I think we, you and I had just finished recording, uh, our, uh, podcast yes. covering the last episode so i and i had uh done a quick edit quickly published it and i think i published it in the first few minutes of raw so we had the miz and shane bit and then i think the next bit was this tag match and then uh, so i i thought it was 1am for me and i thought you know i'm gonna step and i'll watch the first hour see see who gets drafted and then the music hit and i, I saw i saw war raiders come out and i thought i was like oh my gosh like they've been they've been drafted i swear they they're are. champions and uh <laughs> And the, yeah, and then uh, but I was thinking, and then I was thinking, oh, well, they've got their belts with them. Why have they not brought the belts out? And then, uh, and then just the tag came up. I wasn't really <laughs> listening to what was being said. And then, yeah, the the, the tag came up with a name. It said the Viking Experience. And I was like, <laughs> was like what? <laughs> and, and and then Michael Cole starts calling them by different individual names. Uh, I don't what are they I call them. I don't even remember. Uh, it's something and... that. Oh, yeah. God. And they I don't know which one's which. Them, I don't, I don't, I don't either, know which one's which now. Thor and Loki. Like, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the stupid thing is as well, like, I, I, underst- I appreciate that um, some points have been made that WWE, as a, as a PG show, probably can't get away with some sponsors having a, um, a tag team with the word uh, war in their name. And it's, I think it's a minor, a minor issue. Like, I, don't, I don't see why it would be such a big thing that they'd have to change a name. But that raises the point for me, thinking, well, why were they ever allowed to use the name in NXT? If you can't take it to the main roster, because uh, if we're not... This is the whole issue, though. NXT and NXT UK are meant to be designing these people ready for main roster. So this is why I hate when someone gets snapped up by get given a new gimmick right. on the main roster, or a new name, or it's just like, well, no, you... Isn't the point of NXT that we are we are creating this finished product that you can just think, wow, that guy 
He's great on the stick. Yeah, they're love main roster gimmick. ready. You send them up, look. and then we're off and yeah. running. No problem. You don't, yeah, you don't change right. you don't change the gimmick. I mean, uh, in the case of in the case of, I mean, Viking experience is not going to stick like that. That's not going to go. Can't. It can't. It's not. It's, it, it can't. It's, it's it. It can't. It just doesn't. And the fact they changed their names. I mean, ah, oh, God, I'm getting depressed. Let's, let's, move, let's get back good, to the match. It was a good match. Let's get back match. to the match. <laughs> It was. So, Leggero, uh, Albert Hardy Jr., and Grand uh, Metallic, a triple threat. And it always feels a bit weird, actually. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Um, getting a triple threat that has no real That's reason true, because usually a behind triple threat it. is story-driven. You know? There's some reason why you've got three people instead of two or even four. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like four a four-way is even more common like for like determining like number one contender or something, because yeah, yeah, two or five, two or five. Yeah, itself. does that? Yeah, does that all but the time, triple yeah. threats yeah. have like a certain. There's a there's a certain psychology, I guess, with triple threat matches that is usually kind of like feud driven or story driven. So it is a little bit strange to to throw them all in there. But it, at the same time, I guess it is one representative from each of the developmental brands. So that's one way, I guess, we can kind of look at it. It is worlds collide. So here you go. We got. NXT, UK, and 205 all represented here. So I guess, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, and I thought the um, I thought it was a, I thought this was a really great match. Actually, I thought the crowd were really into this. Be. Yeah, this was this uh, was good. This, this was yeah. fast paced, athletic, and fun. I love how vocal uh, Albert Hardy Jr. is. Like he's very loud and very expressive, and his facial expressions and his banter with the officials and his banter with his opponents, like. He really he, he he won me over. I felt like he was like the star of the match, even though we didn't win. Uh, it really showcased yeah. him well, and it made me excited to see him more. I tell you, um, I thought Leggero looked like he belonged. So I I thought I thought he was going to look like he not out of his depth. Leggero's fantastic, but I just thought presentation wise and being you know again, I wasn't expecting NXT UK to to come out with the win in every match, and I just thought. Uh, I thought I thought Grand uh, Metalik was going to win. Actually, I thought Legaro was going to look good, but uh, but he'd probably be the one to eat the pin. And but I actually thought he looked like he belonged, and uh, it was but it was still a massive win for him. Uh, but that the way Hardy Junior sold that DDT, I wrote that Legaro hit on him. Uh, <laughs> oh, he just what was it? So he is, you know his head hit the mat, and he he followed through where he ended up back <laughs> on his feet. <laughs> Only to fall back. <laughs> and Someone then, needs to give. Yeah, like, oh wow. Like if if someone it, it, yeah if you if you're listening if you're listening to the show and you can do gifts please make us a gif of that and tag us uh, at we are NXT and at Brent FFF uh, on on the old Twitter so see I, I know I remember your uh, your Twitter handle uh, just tag us on there get get us a gif of that uh, and and another oh just another thing that the welt oh, on the I know. chest oh god and you could see. And, I mean, I know he's selling it, but you could see he was having. It looked like he was in pain, like he the way he was holding his his arm when it was resting, yeah. you know, like when, he, when he wasn't having to do anything. It just he was carrying his arm in a way. He just thought, yeah, oh, he's a bit those sore. Were, those he's a shots bit sore. Were brutal. We were we were sitting here watching it. Uh, you know, my girlfriend watches almost all of us with me, and she's like actually getting pretty into it now too. And she was like cringing at those welts on Legero. We we both really were like, damn, on a on on a glorified house show, 
and you're gonna light him up that bad like wow <laughs> you know what's gonna be interesting is that he so he's on uh, the next episode of nxt uk which was taped so we'll on the same weekend he's got, uh, he's got yeah he's now yeah we'll get to know we'll get to know yeah. what order it was filmed in because there's if it was filmed after there's no way that those right. welts are going to have gonna... gone down uh that he's still if we still gonna have in a shirt uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know he's got. But then, if he has got them, I feel sorry for the poor sod no. because he's got cash his own no now. <laughs> Who's gonna slap the SHIT oh, you know out of him? He, he, he'll probably he'll probably hit him right. Cassius Ono is the kind of guy I feel like would like point it out. Be like, be like, oh, that was fun, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it looked, I haven't seen anything. Well, even like what happened to Jack Stars when he faced Falter on uh, uh, that was about borderline two months ago assault. on NXT UK. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like th- that, those marks didn't show up until it wasn't until the photos came up on social media after that you really knew the damage that Falter had done to him. But like this was this was happening during the match. Like the guy was the guy was chest and it was on it, his arm. It was as well, spreading. It was like it was like venom. It was like the like a symbiote was taking over. Like really. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> dang, he's gonna need a skin graft almost. Like that was that was nasty. <laughs> oh God, rather him than me. But but yeah, a really a really good match. That uh, God, I, you know, what? I would have opened the Honestly, show with this yeah, one actually. I was switch uh, to like I, yeah, I thought this was the the first match in this one or something. But yeah, this was this was great. It was fast and fun the whole time. And it's gonna be. This is gonna be another. I feel like this is true of of all of how Worlds Collide is going to be uh, looked back on. But this is going to be another hidden gem where it's going to exist on the network, I think. And not many people are going to know about the match. Right. Uh, but actually, when they, if they ever do come across it and say they're a Leggero fan, they come across it, they'll be thinking, wow, that was a, yeah. that was a great match. Oh, how, how, how have <laughs> I never watched that before? Us about you know, and, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, again, a, a huge win. I think, I think that is Leggero's biggest win. In WWE, uh, since since he's come on board, I, yeah, I can't think I'll agree of with that. Um, so. a bigger win given the competition, the the um, the platform he was on. You know, the, I get I know World's Clyde is still a growing thing, but uh, it's still it is multiple brands represented, and I just think uh, and and Grand Matalik, you know, he's from was it Grand Matalik who got to the final of the Cruiserweight Classic? Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, I think it was, he, I think it? you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so finalist of the Cruiserweight Classic. He's a you know member of a pretty big faction on Two or Five Live in the uh, Lucha House Party. Uh, whether or not you think they're a New Day knockoff is uh, is your own uh, <laughs> is up to you. I but, love uh... <laughs> that, uh, that new T shirt they have too, and he came out with it. That's got it's like uh, modeled after the old In Your House logo for people who are old enough to remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a good. Uh, it is. Yeah, they've had that for a while actually. Like the, the using the logo and. Uh, uh, it was very smart, very random, uh, but uh, but yeah, very, very smart piece of design work. But yeah, just a massive win for Legero, and I don't think it hurt. It hurt anyone. Oh, not at all. Not yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, uh... And obviously, Albert Hardy Jr. Uh, ate the pin. That's what he's there for. But here we go. The main event: uh, Jordan Devlin uh, taking on Two Hundred Five Lives, Akira Tozawa, a former WWE Cruiserweight Champion, only for like a week. I think anyway, it was, it was, was short. Told it two was days. Short. I can't remember how long he was there. Uh, it was a, sh- a short run, but he, they do still mention it. So, uh, uh, 
probably one of the biggest matches Devon's had actually uh, in. You could probably say behind the Pete Dunn, yeah, probably, uh, probably title match, and maybe third, maybe yeah, the Travis yeah. Bank payoff. Yeah, uh, this is probably I'd probably put this in the top three of of biggest matches that Jordan Devlin's had. A uh, huge main event spot for him, and, and what do you think of this this main event? Was it everything it, it, you hoped? You know what? I thought it was really good. The only thing that hurt it for me was honestly the crowd. It, it felt like this match was taped later in the day to me versus everything else like it was it seemed like it was darker in the room the crowd was a little more sparse and they were occasionally like erupting into like some stupid chants uh i noticed but yeah and that and, and so but but the in ring itself like if you watch this match on with the volume low or on mute or something uh it was it's fantastic i i uh you know that and the, and you know if, if the if they bleh, if this match would have been on earlier and, and had been shorter and they would have gone, you know, 200 miles an hour the whole time. That would have been great too, but they wrestled it kind of in a, in more of like a main event style, kind of starting off a little slow with the feeling out process and, uh, you know, going to some holds and stuff before they started turning it up like two thirds of the way through. And I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was, uh, it, it was, um, great for Devlin, you know, big marquee victory for him. Um, <laughs> Huge win, which uh, was it was necessary because you know he's currently being uh, pushed, as we mentioned earlier, into that Volta uh, feud, and he the aspect of that is that Devlin's point that he has not lost uh, except for that match against Pete Dunne. That's true. So isn't he's it? Um, oh I, well, yeah, I mean, he had he obviously had the ball, the Finn Balor defeat, but I don't think we really count that as part of. Devlin's um, NXT UK run, really. Well, it was uh, a takeover, so, I, mean, I, mean, so I, mean, I guess it. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was it, it was also a surprise opponent. So, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the get out. That's a get out yeah. jail card for him. But uh, that, that was a massive spot for Devlin as well. I mean, they got they got big plans for this guy without without question. But I, again, this was almost like the Tyler Bateman where I thought. Well, on paper, Tazawa's not doing a whole lot on 205, and Devlin's got a lot going on. But you start wondering, well, how important is Worlds Collide in the grand scheme of things? Is it in its own little bubble? In which case, if Devlin loses here, does it have? Does it make any difference to his NXT uh, UK storylines? And and actually, it was nice to know in this whole show that actually I think Worlds Collide is important because everyone everyone on NXT UK who's on this show is actually sort of involved in some important stuff going on right now and uh yeah. and they all won so you know so you got uh Ligero is going into a big match with Cassius Ono next week and now he's had a big win behind him so you're now thinking oh that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a big match now next week with Ono uh you know Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews are taking on Mustache Mountain next week uh and they've just got a, a big win and Ligero and Cassius Ono both team. won on Worlds Collide this week so they've both got momentum going. Yeah, and I, exactly. It, it's, I don't know if they yeah, designed so... this on purpose or if this is just convenient, but I think Worlds Collide is becoming important. And maybe part of that is the talent involved or whatever, but it, it's certainly starting to feel like an important part of the the big picture of the of storytelling throughout the company. Like, it's, it's excellent. And, you know, if they started like a kind of, an NXT NXT UK sort of pseudo rivalry on worlds collide. I could actually kind of get behind that. I don't normally really like the brand warfare type of thing. Cause it often feels kind of forced on the main roster, but 
I feel like because maybe it's because of like the competitive nature of the feuds on these on these uh, developmental shows, like like the storylines are usually based uh, around competition and around chasing for championships or wanting to be better than somebody else. I think an NXT NXT UK pseudo rivalry could actually be really cool and really fun. Well, you're right. They, they NXT with the takeovers is all about stealing the show on the weekend and uh, and go on. You follow that main roster, isn't it? That's that's the way it goes. And then uh, so yeah, there's a competitiveness already that exists in NXT based around being the best brand. And I think you can get away with NXT UK having that same uh, sort of competitiveness as well with NXT, and and it feels natural. There's not like it's not a, it's not a blood rivalry between the two brands. There's just the whole thing that both of them have this idea that they want to steal the show. So let's go out there and do it. And and 205 Live has a, a chip on its shoulder for how it's been, um, I guess, perceived or treated uh, over over the course of its uh, its life. And uh, and the roster seem to carry that that chip on their shoulder. So that's all seems natural. It's like you said, yeah, on the main roster, when they do the Survivor Series uh, feuds, they just they come out of nowhere. They are insanely heated, like to the point where you don't understand why this why why the SmackDown lot beating the crap out of all the raw ones backstage and like pretty much committing like uh, assault <laughs> yeah. or, or on them for when they for, for right, nothing like, <laughs> like there's no for bra- for brand bragging rights well that doesn't make a whole lot of sense especially when main roster fans um, are to me. so much crafted around like personal bitter rivalries where it's like wait why would these two people all of a sudden be be okay because they just want to prove that they're better than raw. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think you're right that the, um, this world's collide things can be a great way of just, yeah, just getting some sort of, uh, interbrand warfare going on and, uh, being curious to see if they, uh, cause I thought maybe the next war games was going to be NXT versus NXT UK. Oh my God. So I'd be curious to see if world's collide would change that plan right if it was going to be, <laughs> Oh, can you can you imagine it? Like, uh, I don't know. Some I don't know if Undisputed Era will still be around then, but you know, Undisputed Era in there with uh, and another um, another team, or maybe uh, Gallus. I was I thinking, know, yeah, like like and, or uh, maybe the Coffee know, Brothers just, uh... with two members of Undisputed Era against uh, Pit... Mustache oh, Mountain and right, yeah. uh, and someone else. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we're, we're we're booking about. Uh, Five months ahead of time. Yeah, we got it. We're gonna gonna, do the We Are the Universe takeover war games, and uh, you know it'll be awesome. (laughs) Do we? uh, Do we think that, like, just the defeat for Akira Tozawa does that does that harm him at all, or do you think that he's going up against someone who's just currently? I think because Devlin is being pushed into the main event picture, if he already wasn't, because I already kind of considered him like a, a a fringe main eventer. But because he's, it looks yeah. like he's being groomed as Walter's next opponent. Doesn't hurt Tazawa, in my opinion, especially because he could very easily next week win a big match on Two Hundred Five Live and be, you know, no problem. I guess that's one of the advantages to Two Hundred Five having sort of a slimmer roster is you can, you know, you can kind of <clears throat> give anybody a win any week whenever you want to, and it's no problem. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, so not, I don't think it hurt him, uh, especially because of the caliber of opponent he was against. Um, how about that spot where, where uh, they were working in the ring, and all of a sudden Devlin like kind of 
oh, because he went to the outside and he pulled uh, he pulled Tazawa out with him and slammed slammed him into the barricade, and that kid almost lost his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerous, man. I got my um, I was at a, an ICW show and it was uh, Kenny Williams actually NXT UK superstar uh, going up against. I can't remember who he's facing now. Uh, and then there was, but the, uh, yeah, it was guardrails. Like, you know, it was like uh, the bicycle the fences, rack, uh, fences. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and where I was stood, I was right at the front. Uh, Cause it was all standing. And I was stood by where two, two of the guardrails <clears throat> were overlapping. And then my hand was on it. Cause when you're drinking beers, you can just support yourself <laughs> and keep yourself up. And I think it was, I think it was, uh, Kenny Williams gets, um, I think it was Kenny Williams who got thrown onto the guardrail at one point. Or thrown into them, and it and it made both of the uh, the guardrails sort of push against each other. And my my, I remember my little finger was in there, oh. and it got caught. And for about two weeks, I couldn't <laughs> oh, bend the man. finger uh, properly. I mean, it it flipping hurt. I've never watched the show back, but I'm probably I'm probably there on their on their actual um, uh, TV version or you know streaming version of it. Just there, like effing <laughs> and blinding under <laughs> under my breath. Uh, thinking I'd almost I'd almost lost my finger because uh, it's dangerous being by those. They don't warn you about that. Even like the uh, all the padding ones they use the normal WWE shows. You know the the grain aren't they? But uh, um, those big padding barriers they have around. Uh, they like they move. No one warns you about that when you got your beer <laughs> next to them, <laughs> and someone gets slammed into them and you drink also, it those spill dudes, everywhere. They, they uh, look so permanent when you see them on TV. Yeah, no, they move. There's a there's they they're not. It's not a massive movement, but they do. They do move enough if when someone gets thrown into them. Um, so uh, yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> front row is dangerous, man. I, I haven't sat front row <laughs> really for is. WWE. I've sat really close to front row, but not front row. So I'm gonna have to knock that one out at some point. But I've been, I've been very lucky with uh, my seats. That uh, my I have a friend who is incredibly quick at getting tickets. Uh, we have a general rule that if we can't really get front row, we'd rather go sit up in the um, the tiered seating. Uh, yeah, you get better sense. view, yeah. so uh, it's it's yeah, so it's, fr- it's front row or go sit <laughs> at the back uh, and get just in, and just just enjoy the view like it's on TV. That's a that's our approach. But uh, no, a really a really good show I thought from top to bottom. Just an hour of wrestling. It felt like an indie show. Uh, just and it, it had a little bit of a mix of WWE house show in there. And I just I'm just and it's enjoying like the perfect length collide. too. It, it's like the, it should be an hour, four matches, like well, which which I think it was like yeah. it was like fifty yeah. or sixty five minutes or something like that, or seventy minutes or whatever. But yeah, but it feels but you know the matches are getting good time because yeah. there's, there's no promos or anything. It's just it's just here's a match, here's a match, here's a match, here's a match, and that's great. And they did that on NXT UK with for the most part they did that with NXT UK at the Raw Rumble, and it didn't feel. I talked about this uh, on this week's episode that it, it didn't feel like an NXT UK episode so much. It just felt like they were or like NXT an NXT UK, UK house show almost. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't have the the feel of the show and the way that the format of the show and how the show uh, was being sort of produced at that point. It didn't have that. Uh, whereas it, it did on this week's episode. So I'm assuming the next two will as well. But whereas Worlds Collide can get away with just being a match after match after match. Because yeah, I'm just in it for seeing I w- I want to see Jordan yeah. Devlin against Akira Tozawa. I'm not I'm not really interested in anything else. Uh, I know we chatted the other day about how much we'd love to see some uh if they do this again now at SummerSlam, it would be great to see some sort of uh build towards the matches uh, across the even if it's like a backstage face to face with two people who we've never seen 
uh, go face to yeah, face, or even just backstage, 20 sort of bump into each other and... to lead up to it or something would be more than yeah, sufficient, yeah. especially because, and, and I think that's the, you know, just that is the, the idea behind the show is just, hey, here's a great match. Here's a great match. Here's a great match. You're never going to see these again. So enjoy them, you know, like, um, and, uh, and that's, that's the indie scene as well, Brent, because, you know, in the indie scene, promotions just right, yeah, they just happen. Yeah. And you don't, <laughs> they, they just happen. You don't get the, it's the sports entertainment side of it, um, using that, that term that we love. It's the sports entertainment side of it, which gives us the angles and the storylines and stuff yeah. leading into just, it. it um, yeah, usually in shows, often, you can only get away with, just, like, maybe there's, like, one or two main angles that everyone's going to follow, usually surrounding, like, your big championship or whatever, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and otherwise you're just going to see the matches that are just whoever randomly was, being Whoever was available to be show, booked that so. weekend, you know? <laughs> no, well, that is exactly it, yeah. And I feel that, I feel like they can get away with that world, Clyde, that it looked... I don't think I've ever seen anything that WWE put out on TV. I, mean, I, I, love the ven- I love the venue for this. But it looks more like an indie show than, I think I, than anything I think I've seen WWE put out in this modern era. Like, it looked... Uh, it just looked so it did. low I budget. Loved it. It, it, if that like, makes any sense, like high production oh, yeah. quality on a I, low I budget or something. Back. I love it. I, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love the. Uh, I mean, WWE looks fantastic. I mean, I, I don't really. It's only when you go back and watch the old stuff that you truly appreciate uh, just how good WWE looks now. Like the main roster stuff, and even NXT in full sale. I mean, you compare that to what full sale looked like five years ago. You know, it's just it's, it's an incredible change, but. Um, I don't think we really appreciate it all the time, but there is something to be said for just watching some stripped back wrestling every now and then, you know. And uh, and I, I that's what I love about this. It works. It feels because NXT UK always looks stripped back anyway. Uh, so I think it works with those talents. It was quite odd seeing um, your Akira Tazawa's and the Grand Metallic in in this right. environment, you know, when you used to you, you're used to seeing them using the two hundred five live set, uh, you know, and all all the screens, all the LEDs everywhere there and the you know the ten thousand seater they're in and actually they were just in this uh this little it's not even a hall is it they well they kind of made a hall out of it i guess in the, the back end of access and uh um i, I just love the set and i just love everything about it i thought this hour was great this i was looking forward to this episode so much and it delivered um, <laughs> it did and do, do you know do you know what's next though <sighs> women Brent? collide women collide and we've got some Tasty matches on there. A Tony Storm versus Nikki Cross versus Bianca Belair. I'm here for that. And that's, <laughs> I'm that's, so ready. Oh man, we're getting Kaylee Ray against uh, Candice LeRae. The commentator. I mean, what a, what a random, oh, what a random match. Uh, we've got Piper Niven versus Zelina Vega. Like, who the uh, hell some... came up with that match? <laughs> I know that, and I mean, that's gonna be. That's going to be an interesting one to see how they, they, they work that one out because Zelina Vega is not very big and Piper Nevin is is on the bigger side. So that's going to be a fun one. Uh, I think they'll really play on that as well. I get a feeling it's going to be, be a uh, mouse type some match. comical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's going to be, there's going to be some uh, humor bits in it, I think, with the... Uh, Zelina Vega trying to get away from her, or, or trying to hit the big move that goes wrong because Piper right. will just catch her. You know, like you know that whole thing where the heels just like they're wide-eyed, thinking like, and then pleading like, <laughs> no, 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 you know all that. 
I think it's gonna it's gonna be lots of that. I think there is another match on that show, and annoyingly, I only wrote down all the matches that featured NXT UK talent. So uh, I believe there there's is, a fourth and match I on, believe on next week's it one is I, I believe it involves uh, Io Shirai. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, hang on. Oh man. That would be great. Watching her in the um, a sort of uh, in this house environment. I, I pull up the match list. Here yeah, we go. I, um, uh, no, this is women collide. Yeah, Io Shirai versus Sonya Deville. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Ooh. It will. Oh, be. that's gonna be yeah. a good match. That's a yeah. It's an interesting spot for uh, Sonya Deville. Actually, um, it's cool to see that. to have them like bring you know someone who's you know kind of like uh, upper mid card main roster onto this because that's one thing is the main roster people that they're utilizing on the on these shows are not like for the most part they're not like the you know the, the superstars that are involved in like the major storylines and I get it's it's understood because they're getting ready for their big matches at WrestleMania. You don't want them to blow their knee out on a show at access right before WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, but, uh, but so that, that's kind of cool. I think that's that, that whole show next week is going to be phenomenal. I'm like this, we, we had our appetites whetted and now worlds collide is becoming one of my favorite things. (laughs) Yeah. We've only got, sadly, we've only got two episodes left then. Uh, so uh, we will we will be back next week. We will be covering it. Uh, what day we're going to be back is up in the air because uh, we have Avengers. You may have heard of this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's a little movie that's uh, being released uh, worldwide uh, next week. I will have already seen it by the time. In fact, I think Brent, that if you if you're watching Worlds Collide live, I believe I will be sat in the cinema. Watching Avengers Endgame at uh, the exact time you're watching Worlds Collide, so uh, uh, you're going to go see it, I guess. In the we are well, going no, to see, you see it, it in your, the your time. Uh, early evening Thursday. So yeah, so that's so that's why we're going to get impacted for taping time um, for it. So, but we will have an episode out by the end of Friday. Absolutely, will uh, next week. Uh, I would like to think Friday covering it. Uh, we're both really psyched for that match, uh, Brent. If people want to follow you on the old social media. <laughs> remind them. I've already said it on here once, but remind them you where they can. You can find me on Twitter or you. Instagram at Brent FFF. That stands for Far From Fiction. That's my band. <laughs> Always got to plug that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say every every single time we'll plug them. We have to oh. play some new music on here sometime. Uh, so just a That'd little bit fun. of advertisement <laughs> for you. Uh, brilliant. Uh, you can follow myself at Kyle Thomas West. On Twitter, you can try and follow me at the same account on Instagram, but I generally will just press delete because I'm f- it's full of full of photos of my kids. So uh, I just uh, unless I, if I don't know the name, I don't I don't accept it. Uh, I we're also on Instagram and Twitter for this this show. Uh, so it's at We Are NXT UK. We do have accounts specifically for the podcast, which are kind of just there for links, and that's uh, We Are the Universe Pod or We Are the Universe Podcast on Instagram. I use it so little, I'm not even sure of the name, and uh, the Universe Pod on twitter uh, you can also follow us on facebook uh, which is again just there for links but handy tools to have to know when episodes are coming out just search for we are the universe uh that is it for this week's show i have been kyle west he was yes Brent. i was
and uh, not anymore. He was. We're changing my name because I'm going <laughs> and, to the main uh, roster. Not now. Yeah, he's he's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, I deliberately gave you the one the one name name then as well. I I, I removed <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your surname from you. Uh, you've just become Brent. Uh, he was Brent Carlong. Uh, he has still got two names. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We will be back uh, with two episodes next week: Worlds Collide and NXT UK. I'll be on with John Adams uh, discussing the UK show next week. We'll have Brent back for UK coverage in, I think we're three weeks. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm back uh, on with you on, on May 8th for that week's episode. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. So what that's confirmed now for anyone listening is how well organized I am with my uh, my guests because you, you know exactly what date you're on. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> and uh, we, 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 are booked, we are booked ahead of time. There's some long-term booking taking place. And we are the universe. Um, Anyway, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll see you next week.